When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, well, it's time to talk some golf. 2022 was arguably the best year in recent memory to be a Kiwi golf fan. A big reason for that was Lydia Ko's ascendancy back to the top of the women's game. After taking a break over summer to check a couple of life goals off, including getting married, Co has returned to reassert her domin- dominance, winning the Saudi Ladies International against some stiff competition. Grant Boone is a golf announcer over in the US, and he joins us this morning to talk about the marvel that is Lilia Co and the world of golf. Grant, how you doing, mate? Izzy Kempy, she is a marvel, isn't she? <laughs> she is a marvel. You, you you think when she finished, she'll go away. She's recently married. She's come back, and she looks like she hasn't even left the game. She hasn't taken any sort of break, mate. Were you surprised with her straight off the honeymoon out there to win the tournament? Like, wouldn't wouldn't it have been ex- expected if she had gained, like, 20 pounds, you know I mean? Yeah, yeah you've just come off a honeymoon. You've been enjoying life. You know, that's what I would have looked like if it were me. Um, but then again, I think if we know anything by now that uh, Lydia Ko and I are not much alike. She is she is uh, incredible. Uh, and I think this is an important win uh, because what it says is, I mean, every win's important and every win is is hard to get. But I think this just signals, look, I got married. It was awesome. It is awesome. And uh, and that was something that's deeply important to me. But when I come back to play golf, I'm not just here to show up and say, hey, look at my uh, you know, wedding photos, everybody. Uh, it's I'm here to win. And uh, she and Tiger Woods uh, do it in such a different kind of way. He had the ultimate game face. She looks like she's just out for a stroll in the park and and yet they wind up doing the same kinds of things, don't they? Hey, Grant, you know what they say, happy wife, happy golfing life. She's uh, obviously very, very happy at the moment picking up that. They don't say that, be That check will, I'll bet you. I've heard that before. I've heard it before in, in his defense. Can you say that to Make, my wife, please? <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. I'm just going to ask you a question. This is left field. Can you see... With Lydia Ko and the way that she's playing, can you see the woman being offered live contracts? I could. I, I really could. In fact, um, there is speculation among those of us who, who cover women's golf on a regular basis that if 
Liv decided to create some type of a women's league, something that approximated what they do with um, with with men's golf. And let's say they wanted let's say they wanted to do it exactly. Let's say they wanted to get forty eight uh, women. There are some who who think that they wouldn't have to probably even get to fifty in the top world in the world rankings before they found their forty eight. Um, and, and I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, I, I do know that there are a lot of uh, women who who play professional golf, who are the, the top players in the world, who who think deeply about this subject. They they are aware of uh, mm. what life is like for women in Saudi Arabia and how few rights they have compared to uh, most other. Uh, developed countries, uh, and uh, and yet I also know that there are some who who think, um, perhaps echoing some of the men. Look, I, I don't understand politics. I don't know what's happening in Saudi. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to play golf. Uh, it, I, and, and I don't. I haven't heard Lydia uh, talk about that much. I do know that she played in this event a couple of years ago when it was played in in uh, you know. Uh, she, you know, she wanted to, she won this event a couple of years ago. Um, and, and a lot of, it, it had an elite feel. I'll put it this way, uh, just to give you some context. When Lydia won uh, the tournament in Korea, the BMW ladies, which is an LPGA official event last October, I think um, she got 43 world ranking points. I don't fully understand how all the points work. I'm just telling you, she earned 43 points. Yesterday for winning in Saudi Arabia, she earned 46 points. And, and even I know 46 is more than 43, even though I can't explain how uh, all the points uh, factor into their formula. The point is, it was a very, very, very strong field, uh, and she won it. Uh, I, I, I will be fascinated to see what happens uh, over the course of the year. I keep hearing that Liv is thinking about creating some type of a women's program. I don't know if they will or not. Uh, what I do know is, uh, w- women, women make very little money when it, uh, is in comparison to men. Uh, and, uh, some of that is capitalism. Uh, people want to see ratings and companies want to spend more if they think that more people will be watching. And historically more people watch men's golf than they do women's golf. And some companies just say, then I want to spend my money in the event that's going to get more eyeballs on it. Um, and, uh, and, and in some cases, uh, there hasn't been enough coverage of women's golf. I think historically there hasn't been anywhere near as much coverage of women's golf as there is men's. Uh, and I think what would be fascinating would be to see if we put women's golf on, on in the same times as men have been put on, how many more people would watch? Definitely more would watch. I don't know how many more. But I know this, if everybody played golf the way Lydia Cole played it uh, and was the kind of, uh, you know, ambassador for the game that she is, a lot more people would be watching, men and women. In terms of the game of golf, Dave, uh, Grant, sorry, where, where do you see the game at the moment? Like, there's a lot of, I'm watching the Netflix series of, of uh, Full Swing, absolutely loving yeah. it. And there's just so much distraction going on with the LIV and the PGA. So is the game of golf still in a strong position? I think it is. And, and and I think you look at it in a week like 
the Genesis Invitational. You had Tiger Woods coming back, first time that you know he played uh, in an official event in months. It was the first time he made the cut and finished all four rounds since the Masters last year. Tiger at 47 years old is still the needle. You know, he's not, he doesn't move the needle. He is the needle, as they say. And, and yeah. whenever Tiger Woods is around and playing, people want to watch. But even aside from Tiger, John Rahm is playing at an elite level. Scotty Scheffler uh, isn't as dynamic a personality as Tiger Woods. Uh, he is just who he is. And who he is is a, is a really, really fine human being and an outstanding golfer and uh scotty scheffler is playing at a high level rory mcelroy has not only been playing at a high level winning tournaments all over the world uh but rory's also been very much uh the, the torchbearer for for the pga tour uh, even though he's from northern ireland of course uh he he very much wants the pga tour uh you know to 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 win this battle between Liv uh, and um, uh, and the tour, uh, and, and and you know we're going to have what this week is the first live event down in Mexico. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if 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 uh, there are more people watching this week. Uh, the, the there haven't been an abundance of viewers for those events in part because they had they haven't. Yeah, I would say in some on some level it's similar to the LPGA. Uh, even worse than the LPGA in the sense that people haven't known where they can watch it. They have to go to YouTube. They have to go to a website. Uh, anytime you, like in the U.S., we have four major over-the-air broadcast networks, Fox, uh, NBC, CBS, ABC. Anytime any event is on a broadcast over-the-air, as we call it, network, more people will watch because even though we think everyone has a smart TV or everyone's watching on their phone or on cable, there are still people who are going to watch if it's on a big network more than they would if it's not. Uh, now they're not on a big network, but they are on a, an American uh, channel called the CW, which is um, a much smaller reach than the, the other networks. We'll see if that affects their ratings. Um, it, it, there will... You've got some great characters on, on in, in Live Golf, and you've got some tr tremendous players, including Cam Smith. I hate to give an Aussie too much credit on a on a New Zealand radio <laughs> station, but but Cam Smith is is we know a, an you. elite player. Uh, yeah, thank you. He's an elite player, uh, a good bloke by all accounts, uh, and and I think just for some people, they look at. Uh, live and they see this is more just for fun it's not high level it, it's guys guaranteed money uh and, and there is something like you watch yesterday max homa uh, a guy from california who grew up going to the to riviera to watch that tournament and and then he won it a couple of years ago and he almost won it again yesterday then he broke down and some people say ah that's an example of how men are too soft these days and i think well I go back and I look at Jack Nicholas and other players from 50 years ago, and some of them cried after, after events uh, because you pour yourself into this thing in any sporting event. You know, I, I've seen, you know, you, you look at the All Blacks, you look at, you look at uh, sports, men and women all over the world. When you pour so much of yourself into something and then it ends, uh, whether you've won or you lost, sometimes the emotions come flooding out. I don't. That to me is a is more of a sign of 
of intensity than it is softness. Uh, I don't buy that at all. But but I, ju I just look at live, uh, I, I think for many people, even if they like those golfers, they might say, what exactly are we playing for? You know, uh, one of the reasons the Ryder Cup became so big in the last 30 years, uh, 40 years, let's say, is that for, for the first, uh, I think it started late tw 1920s and up until the, the early 1980s, they were rarely competitive. The U.S. would almost always win. Well, once the Europeans began winning, what happened? People became, first of all, the Americans got really angry that they suddenly weren't winning again, the American golfers, uh, and, and and all of a sudden tensions began to flare a little bit. You'd have some conflict uh, out on the golf course between the Europeans and the Americans. Why? Because the Europeans were taking something from the Americans that they had had all these years. They didn't want to lose. Uh, and And people began paying attention when they felt like something was at stake. It doesn't mean that you wouldn't want to watch any great sports person compete anytime. It's just if you feel like they've poured something into it that's significant, maybe your interest is a little bit greater and maybe you want to watch a little more than you did before. I think that's why the PGA Tour, uh, you know, and, and the other historical tour, uh, the, the other uh, tours that have been around a little longer that do put something significant at stake besides money. Money's great, yeah. but if, if, if money's all there is, I'm not sure that's enough to get people to watch. We'll see. Yeah, I love it. I, I saw that on Max Homer's uh, in his emotions. You know, like a lot of these players, you know, particularly with LOV, they go, they play for a lot of money over there, and they're getting paid anyway, but it just shows that he had real intent and he really wanted to win. We're going to tap back because we're getting a, we're, we want to talk about our very own Lydia Ko and, and what's left for Lydia Ko and what she can achieve in, in this calendar year, mate. Well, what are you predicting? If Lydia Ko doesn't win, I'm, I'm catching myself in mid-sentence because it is fool's gold to try to, uh, or it's foolish in general to just try to predict who's going to win a golf tournament. She's making it easier, uh, but by the way she's playing, she's won three of her last four starts around the world. I would just say uh, it, it's incredible to think that Lydia Ko has not won a major championship since 2016. I think there is an explanation for that. She won one in 2015. She was the youngest ever to win a major. She won one in 2016. And then at the end of 2016, she began making some changes. She didn't win again until 2018 and then didn't win again until 2021 on the LPGA Tour. At the time when she was becoming 18, 19, 20, 21, uh, she was going through some swing changes, some other changes uh, in equipment. And uh that's I would say that's the main reason she didn't she wasn't winning a lot anywhere and therefore to think that she uh, would win a major it, it would be less expected now you go back to the end of 2021 she won in Saudi then beginning of 2022 she won on the LPGA tour then at the end of 2022 she won a couple of more times on the LPGA tour now she's won again this is the most that Lydia Ko has won in a compressed amount of time since 2016 what did she do that year she won a major championship. I'm telling you right now, Come on. Lydia Ko wins Come at on. least at least a major championship this year, a and uh, you get five on the ladies tour. There, there are five LPGA majors. I think it's more likely she wins two than she wins none. How about that? Oh, are here you we go. This? Are you recording? I am. This? We 
Do you know what? I'm just sitting here in awe. I'm a golf fan. I've watched plenty of golf, and I just actually can't quite believe I'm talking to one of the voices of golf around the country, around the world. We really appreciate your time, Grant. That that tone will resonate yeah. with many of our listeners at home. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Grant. Let me tell you something. If she keeps winning at this rate, you're going to have to put my name on the show, Izzy and Kempi and Booney. <laughs> Uh, because, because I, I'm going to be on it. every day, just about. <laughs> we will do that. We will do that, Bernie. Thank you so cheers much for your both. time this morning. You take care, cheers, mate. You keep up the great cheers, work. Cheers, cheers. Thank you. Thank you, guys. There he is. Boom. Boom. Holy. Boom. How, do we, how, do we, how do we follow that up, Kimpy? Are you ready? Mate, you can't. I was just sitting here going, <laughs> mate, let's just have this guy talk for the, for the whole show. <laughs> He can talk for three hours and the knowledge and just the, knowledge. the sense, the total sense he makes is so good. And I, was, I, honestly, I'm fanboying hard because I love golf. <laughs> and when he comes on, you're just thinking, man, that is the voice of golf. And he's on as he and Kempe for breakfast. It is so go. good.